Hi, I'm Evi, the creator of Sati Dynamic, a system of different methods and practices that help you activate and train your awareness throughout all your levels. Today I would like to talk about love. Love, such an important concept, state, idea, an important word, full of nuances often perceived according to the situation, interpreted endlessly and misunderstood even more. What is love? What is meant by love? Do we really know something about love? Have we ever experienced it, really? What is meant by love? Let's try to find out by understanding what love is not since love is actually something we don't know we can only get close to it by discarding what we know can the unknown be discovered by a mind that is full full of what is known would a new concept find space And let's ask ourselves, what is our mind full of? Let's try to discover the value of what we know. Let's observe the known. And once we learn to observe it without judging it, our mind may be able to let it go, to free itself from these certainties. And as soon as the mind is free, that will be the moment when we will know what love is. Therefore, we should approach by exclusion. What is love for most of us? When we say we love someone, what does it mean to us? What do we mean? We mean perhaps that Somehow, that person is ours, we possess that person. And jealousy arises from possession. Because what happens if we lose that person or if we are rejected by the person we say we love? Or what if that person doesn't behave with us as we expect him to? We feel lost, we feel empty, jealousy, resentment, fear, and many other similar conflicts arise. It should be clear that this feeling of possession cannot be love. Is love perhaps a feeling? Does being sentimental and emotional have something to do with love? Feelings and emotions arise from sensations and sensations, their interpretation and expressions are process of thoughts. Thought is the result of sensation and uh, of the memories related to that sensation and we know that thought cannot be love. We are all sentimental and emotional to some degree. 
and being sentimental is a further form of self-expansion, of expansion of our ego. Being full of emotions is definitely not love, since a sentimental and emotional person can also become very cruel when his feelings are not reciprocated or when his emotions do not find a way to express themselves. An emotional person can hate, can get jealous, can hurt others, can even kill. For example, a religious person who prays, sheds tears for his religion, uh, he's also able to kill for his religion. And a person who kills certainly does not feel love. And what about forgiveness? Maybe forgiveness is love. What does forgiveness imply? A person treats me badly, insults me, hurts me, I get offended and I remember it. Then, uh, for some reason, out of obligation or to feel relieved or because somebody told me I should, I say, I forgive you. What does it mean? I am always a central figure. I am the one who forgives someone. There is always a strong I in the equation. As long as there is an attitude of forgiveness, it is me who is important, not the person who hurt me. I accumulate resentment. Later, I deny it by saying that I forgive him. Is this love? A person who loves cares about these things. Empathy, forgiveness, possessive relationships, jealousy and fear are all things that belong to the mind and they cannot be love. As long as the mind is uh, the judge, there can be no love because the mind decides and judges solely on the basis of possession and on the basis of our ego. The mind can only corrupt love, it cannot create it, it cannot generate it. A mind can also write a poem about love, but this will never be love either. Can there be love if there is no true respect for others? And by saying others, I mean all the people around us, not just those important to us. Have you noticed that you are not equally respectful, kind and generous with the people who are not, how to say, below you? You do have respect for those above you, for your boss, uh, for people who may have a lot of money or important titles, or for those who are somewhat famous, or for those from whom it is possible to get something in return, like an opportunity, a better job. Have you noticed that with some people you use a more respectful or kinder language or attitude? while with some others you don't. 
Where respect is lacking, there can be no love, don't you think? And since most of us live in this state, we are devoid of love. We are neither truly respectful, nor compassionate, nor generous. We are possessive, we are uh, full of feelings and emotions capable of harming, intentionally or not. How then can there be love? We can only know love when these things stop being there. When our desire to dominate or to possess disappears. Only when the things of the mind stop polluting the heart can there be love. And only love can transform the chaos and senselessness of the world. No theory, no religion and no system will ever be able to. Love cannot be the object of the mind and thought. It cannot be cultivated or practiced. Any practice or repetition still falls within the sphere of the mind and no mental process can be love. We cannot possibly say I love the whole world when we don't know how to love. When we don't even know how to love someone, our love for humanity is fake, is a fiction. When we truly love someone, only then we will know how to love the whole. Because when we love, there is not one or the other or the many. There is no ego and there is no division. There is no fear and there are no conflicts. There is only love. There is only that state of love, that state of being love. And only when there is love can all our problems be solved. Only when there is love there is no question. I would like to share with you a part of a text taken from the book The Prophet on love. When love becomes to you, follow him, though his ways are hard and steep, and when his wing unfold you, yield to him, though the sword hidden among his pinions may wound you, and when he speaks to you, believe in him, though his voice may shatter your dreams as the north wind lays waste the garden. So even as love crowns you, so shall he crucify you. Even as he is for your growth, so is he for your pruning. Even as he ascends to your height and caresses your tenderest branches that quiver in the sun, so shall he descend to your roots and shake them in their clinging to the earth. Like sheaves of corn he gathers you unto himself. He threshes you to make you naked. He sifts you to free you from your husks. He grinds you to whiteness 
he needs you until you are pliant and then he assigns you to his sacred fire that you may become sacred bread for God's sacred feast. All these things shall love do unto you that you may know the secrets of your heart and in that knowledge become a fragment of life's heart. But if in your heart you would seek only love's peace and love's pleasure, then it is better for you that you cover your nakedness and pass out of love's threshing floor into the seasonless world where you shall laugh but not all of your laughter and weep but not all of your tears. Love gives not but itself and takes not but from itself. Love possesses not, nor would it be possessed, for love is sufficient unto love. When you love, you should not say, God is in my heart, but rather, I am in the heart of God. And think not you can direct the course of love, for love, if it finds you worthy, directs your course. Love has no other desire but to fulfill itself. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Have a wonderful, selfless, loving day.